Hello. Hi. Hi. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Well, look at us. What are we even doing? I mean, um, I feel like we need to tell our listeners that um, we've been in a fight for two years. We- <laughs> And that's why they stopped recording. <laughs> that was one of the things I wanted to talk about, <laughs> is that we were friends before we did this. Uh-huh. We recorded for two years, and we maintained our friendship. <laughs> like, that's... As we know, partnerships usually don't end well. They do not, I should know. <laughs> I fell She clutches her pearls. <laughs> I have um, experience with that, yeah. I mean, we had a fight or two. Like, we had a couple disagreements in our, <laughs> in our two years of recording. But, like, we, we were able to overcome it. Right. So, um, it's been two years. Yeah. And, and I mean, just to clarify, we did not get into a fight. No, I was just being so rude. Um, no, it is our first recording sesh back. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But truth be told, tell the we, we're only here to tell the truth. <laughs> um, we did record something. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that a little later. Should we? Um, I think so. Okay. <laughs> um, but that was. Um, that was a long time ago, and we didn't we didn't put that up there because we're smart, you know. We're dumb, but we're also really smart. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but let's talk about today, okay. first and foremost. Yeah. How, how are things going? All right. Well, um, as of today, right now, recording this, it's Tuesday, January 4th. Mm-hmm. It's my dad's birthday. Oh, party. Shout out to Don. Hi, Don. Happy birthday, Don. Um... But yeah, right now I'm in my office with my husband, who really doesn't count as an external part of, you know, the world, because we live together in the same house, <laughs> and only one other employee, three people in the office. Yeah. Why is that? Well, but, there's four people. Well, and you, but like... No, 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 no. Oh, and Debbie. And Debbie. Yeah, Debbie. Um, because of the Amorosa variant. <laughs> Amorosa variant. <laughs> the Amorosa, because she's the original villain. I call it the, oh my God, villain. <laughs> Variants. Oh my crime. <laughs> Usher style. Yes, wow. Usher style. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Crime. <laughs> um Yeah, so that that's sort of like what's happening right now. In the middle of January, Omicron is just running rampant. Mm-hmm. And I had somebody tell me this morning that like they just want to get it. And they just want to get it over <laughs> with because they're tired of having it hang over their head. Now, that is the opposite sentiment of what I think. Like, I don't want to be sick. <laughs> right. Right? Like, because I think when you're healthy, you forget what it feels like. To be sick. To be sick. Right. And you realize how awful it and is. How, yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah. So, uh, we, we all went on break last week. And, um, you know, Amarosa was going wild. <laughs> Wiling out, and we just told the team if you don't feel comfortable in the first two weeks of January, uh, don't come in. Yeah, because like I know that I would be getting all these Slack messages and emails. I got exposed to my roommate's cousin's brother, and I don't think I should come in. And I'm like, I don't just don't even want to hear. I don't. Right. We don't (laughs) (laughs) handle it. It's six degrees of Kevin Bacon, um, COVID style. Like, I'm sure if we knew all the times we've been exposed to COVID, it'd be like... We'd be in the house In the hundreds of thousands of times we've been exposed to COVID. I have so much to say. (laughs) I have so much to say. How Um, are you doing, my dear? I'm doing good. How's your day? The day is good. I feel like I'm kind of riding a little high from yesterday. Tell me what happened. So yesterday, um, so I'm As he pats his hair. I'm kind of being pursued right now. Oh, by whom? Um, by uh, some clients who are wanting me to do some yoga content for them. And so we had, um, a little lunch yesterday. Love it. Okay, and so, like, going to lunch, you know, like... I, I get that you know what that means. Like, we'll go to a place, real cash, mm-hmm. right? But these people wanted to take me to uh, the Four Seasons. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Do they have a place there? Who they... No, 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 no. They, no. Like, okay, so these people I know who Kai is, uh, is referring to. Mm. And they would be the type that would have, have a little... residence there. He had a tear <laughs> at the Four Seasons in downtown Seattle. Um, but I was like... I don't don't need to look at these thirty dollars salads, mm. <laughs> you know. It's just it was like a little bit overwhelming, but I leaned into it. 
Yeah. You know, they ordered sh- a bottle of champagne. Of course they did. <laughs> for lunch. It's at the Goldfinch. Yes. And you remember the Goldfinch? The, I, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's like good omens right there. It, 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 it was a very, very so good I believe lunch. in signs yeah. and whatnot. And we like connected. I haven't seen them for years. You haven't seen them in a whole pandemic. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like we got to connect. We got to gossip a little bit, catch up, talk about the project. So um, it felt like I was upgraded to first class without asking. I'm, you know? You deserve first class. <laughs> I really do. You do not deserve coach. No. <laughs> but now, like, I want to go back there over and over and over again, and I can't. I never should. <laughs> well, you have a lot of rich friends. I see. Exactly. So anytime, hit them up. Anytime you want to go somewhere for lunch, just recommend Just, that, just hit them up. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was fabulous. It was great. The service was amazing. Um, I'm curious how many people were there. I was sparse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say that there was a full table between every single person. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that there were, I don't know that they were trying to distance everyone, but that's just how many people were actually in there. Yeah. Um, so. Um, I was talking to my dad today because it is his birthday. And he was chatting with some clients of his uh, that are in Massachusetts. And they are in full, he said, the Northeast right now, particularly Boston and the bigger cities, mm-hmm. are in full, like, March 2020 mode. Oh, my Shut God. down. No. Because Omarosa is going wild there. I mean, but we know, I mean, that we've heard, actually, that Omarosa is, like, fast and quick. Fast and furious. Yeah. Like Paul Walker. And then she'll go away. But oh hopefully God. not. No. Exactly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Fast and furious like ludicrous. Exactly. He's still alive. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> um, R.I.P. So hopefully it tears through us and then it goes away. Listen, it tears through us like some bad Mexican. Exactly. That's what we're hoping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of the, like, to be serious, a lot of the, like, smart people in the world are saying that this might be the last gasp of COVID because... Uh, yeah. Okay, so it, you're watching a horror movie, mm-hmm. right? And the villain is, like, slashed away, okay? And then, like, the final girl is about to exit, you know, and leave the, the haunted house that she was trapped in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it was one last stab where the villain resurrects yeah, 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 you know yeah. mm-hmm. and tries to slash one more time but you know she kicks him in the face <laughs> and she wins and she's the final girl is that what the, you think that's, that's what i'm hoping this is what you're likening it to exactly yeah do you feel me i do yeah and i i truly hope that's the case yeah Same. um but it seems like uh no we need to start from the beginning okay i don't want to say like because it seems like lately because no we need to start at the very beginning. <laughs> we need to start on March thirteenth, twenty twenty, as a Friday. Is that that, that see? That's Friday I knew you would the thirteenth. Okay. Oh yes. <laughs> Friday the thirteenth. Wow. 13th. Yeah. Horror, horror movie, you know, theme happening today. So, I wrote down. Okay. So you guys know that I li- well, y'all don't because we haven't talked in a couple years. But you know, <laughs> the podcast that I listen to every single day is the Daily by the New York Times yeah. with Michael Barbaro. That's the Daily. I'm Michael Barbaro. See you tomorrow. Like, I, <laughs> I love it. So they were talking about coronavirus in Wuhan uh-huh. in, like, January and February. Yes. So I remember hearing, hearing about it. Like, it was like a TMZ rumor. Yes. Right? And so, but it was enough of a thing for me that I remember going to ha- eat lunch with our friend Incy, who mm-hmm. was pregnant at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, Incy is Chinese, and she still has um, grandparents and cousins that are all in Shanghai. And I was like, what's going on in China? Like, I asked her about it. This was mm-hmm. in February 2020. What's going on in China? Like, are your Could parents going school? back? Yeah. Yeah. And she said her mom was going to go to China in February, but she canceled her trip because Incy wasn't going to let her come see the baby when she got home. Uh, and, I mean. Which is smart. That was That's a lot of foresight on Inzi's part. That was a lot of foresight because if her mother had gone, she would would have probably been stuck there for quite a mm-hmm, while, mm-hmm. which might not have been bad. No, and if they're, they're, they're welding folks into their homes. Okay, that's, that's not true. cute. Yeah. So. Anyways. Yeah. 
So that was like my first little taste of it. Was I? I remember that lunch I had with Ainsy at Mr. West at U Village, mm. and I was like, "What's going on?" Was that like one of the moments we like? Oh, this is kind of serious. I didn't even think it was that serious okay. at the time because it it still seemed so far away. Yeah, it was like stories you hear from people. Yeah, yeah. like in, urban legends, if you will. Because we had never experienced anything mm-hmm. to this capacity, I, in no way did I think that it would like uproot our lives to the extent that it actually yeah. has. It was same thing with me. It was like I. It was just these rumors that I was hearing about things happening in Asia, right? And it was so distant that it didn't feel like it was going to have an impact mm-hmm. or that serious of an impact on us here in the good old USA. Um, but then there was that news report that someone flew in from overseas in Seattle mm-hmm. and then that person came up positive with COVID and we're like, okay, so it's now in our vicinity. Mm-hmm what's going to happen, you know? And so that was, like, the big question mark at that point. Yeah. Right? How unlucky are we? (laughs) We were the epicenter of the United States Uh, pandemic. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Because it was the end of January that the dude flew in with coronavirus. Mm -hmm. They quarantined him. Yeah. He was released. And then um, in February, you know, some more COVID positive people were kind of mm-hmm. popping up mm-hmm. and I remember I was actually at brunch all my all my memories are around food places <laughs> I was at uh, what's the place in Queen Anne that I like the good brunch place Toulouse yeah okay. I was there with John and Kate mm. and that was when the first person died oh from the life care center in Kirkland yes Yes. yes, yes, yes. And that's when you're like, oh, shit. It's a that, old, old folks home. That's probably when it started to get real was when the first person died. Mm. And we were sitting at brunch and they started, they're all Amazon people, and they started getting emails yeah. being like, no more traveling for Amazon, no more. And I was like, oh, mm. this is going to be like a thing. Yeah. And I think that after we recorded on that Friday... Um, you know, I was hearing like that people were wilding out at the Costco, at the supermarkets, buying up all the toilet paper and all the flour. I was like, why? This is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's going to be two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And so I went to Ballard Town and Country, the Ballard Market, and it, there was a queue. And people were like, okay, y'all, that's his fancy word for line. Oh my God. (laughs) And so we had to wait. And I was like, oh my God, this, okay. That's when it felt real to me that, that, you know, every day life things that you do, like go to the supermarket, Mm -hmm. were going to be impacted by this. And you have to have to wait. And who knows how long that would be. And, you know, I remember getting into the store and, there was like 20 people maybe. It was like super sparse, but they were trying to be really careful about how many people they're letting in, you know? And it's like, okay, this feels real now. And where's the flower? (laughs) (laughs) Um, When did you start wearing a mask? That day. Really? Yeah. You were an early adopter. Well, because my aunties from Minnesota, they were like all on it, like from the beginning, because I think that they new people like in Thailand um, that were infected and so they sent me right away like like little kits and masks and so I had them on hand um, but I didn't think that I'd be using those things that quickly you know I was a late adopter of the mask yeah. I want to say I didn't even order one until late April because mm-hmm. we didn't have a mask mandate here until May, right? Yeah, it it was, was late. It was late, and I remember <laughs> you were like, "So I, I had a mask on that my aunties sent me, uh-huh. and it was like a red, white, and blue motif." Yeah, and you're like, "Oh, that's not my thing." It's like the the, the USA stars and stripes is not my brand. It is not. I do not <laughs> like. I do not like Americana. Totally. I, I was like, "This is for function, not fashion, <laughs> sweetie." <laughs> I don't like the. I mean, I like. The flag. I don't like it as a clothing right decor. <laughs> <Not> exactly. <laughs> and as like a lefty, we're taking back the, the U.S. flag. Oh, okay. I 
<laughs> we've got some stuff on oh, in here. Oh, okay. So yeah, that was, you know, that's kind of like when things started to peak a little bit. I remember, um, so Aaron went on a ski trip with some friends and they went to Colorado and they, it was like that week, March 12th, March 13th. No, the 13th was Friday. So it was probably like March 10th. I don't mm-hmm. know. And I was like, Aaron, I don't know if you should be going. Uh, and, but they took Clorox wipes. Uh, <laughs> and they got on the plane and they were like they wiping <laughs> everything down. And it was Aaron and our friend Andy. And he said that like everybody on the plane was like cracking up at them. Oh like, my God. Yeah. But like in a jovial way. Okay. Like yeah, we're yeah. like, we're in on the joke. Right. Um, and you know, little did we know that like it wasn't even about touching things. That yeah. breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> breath. Yeah. Um, I literally thought it was going to be two weeks. I remember really. having that conversation with someone saying, like, if we just need to shut it all down for two weeks to stamp this thing out, let's do let's it. Let's do it. Exactly. Two and years then, later. Yeah. Two years later. I would say that I was like, I, I felt a little more ominous at the one month mark when it doubled from two weeks to four weeks. I was like, oh crap! I remember. I have to like start making some some shifts with work and with, you know, I I, I wouldn't I I have never done the online shopping grocery shopping mm-hmm. for fear of the coronavirus. Like I need to go and touch my items, you know. Like that's my little outing, which I enjoy doing. So I've kept doing that, but like that entry has boomed. You know, the whole online grocery shopping thing. I know. It's pretty wild. I don't understand people that do that. <laughs> like, you have enough foresight to, like, plan and look for things online. I don't get it. Yeah. It must be because I'm a zenial. <laughs> an, an ex-millennial. Wait, wait. So tell me about your um, your grocery shopping method. You don't go with a plan? Oh, I do go with a plan. Mm-hmm. But, like, I go to the store. I don't understand the online cart thing. I'm not organized enough to be like, this is my menu and I'm just going to sit here and click, 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 click. Like, mm. I like to, I go with like a general plan, but then maybe I'm inspired yeah. by something maybe a weekly maybe. special from the QFC, <laughs> the Quality Food Centers. Because guys, I have not changed. Yeah. <laughs> I've not changed. I don't do a bougie market ever. <laughs> Which is surprising to me. Listen, you can't be bougie in everything. That's, that's you have to, I'm into it. You have to pick and choose. <laughs> Um, yeah. Um, but none of, I have so many gripes about like the first couple months. Mm -hmm. Um, it was just not a good scene in the shirts household. Because why? Well, because Aaron and I run a small business Mm -hmm. and when everybody stays in their house and they don't spend money, then like literally the whole economy stops. Yeah. And so then we lost all of our business. We had mm-hmm. one client that was paying. Mm-hmm. So that was, I mean, I, I don't think I fully processed all of the like, cause then we, we had one client that was paying. We were like, okay, what are we gonna do with our staff? We don't wanna lay anybody off. And because, I mean, Aaron and I are very prudent with our money and mm-hmm. our cash flow. We didn't have to. And um, we were able to like kind of pivot to get smaller clients quicker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Y'all smart. But it was, there was never a cute time of quarantine for us. Mm. The whole thing was stressful. Yeah. And I've actually had the conversation with some of my friends because I am who I am. I can't hold my mouth. But <laughs> there were a couple of people that actually spoke the words out loud to me. I miss the beginning of quarantine when it was fun and we were all baking bread. Uh, and I was like, that's so, it's just dead. It's a, what is it? Tone deaf. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, completely mm-hmm. tone deaf because. Because you don't bake, bitch. A, <laughs> a I hate to bake. But, and I hate to use this word. We're going to have to do a gripe on like. New terms and phrases. Yes. But it is like a very like. If you work for one of the huge technology companies in Seattle, yeah. you did have a cute time in quarantine. Yeah. Like if you work for Microsoft or Amazon or, you know, who met whoever the hell else is here, mm-hmm. you didn't have to worry about anything. Yeah. Right? Like you're you were safe and you were cushioned mm-hmm. and 
and that and yeah, somebody somebody in that scenario was like, I miss the cute things when we were all baking bread, and it was like higgy or whatever that word is. I mean, I think that the whole cute thing might refer to. No one knew what was happening, and so they're trying to like make the best of the. Look at you, just trying to see the best in everyone. <laughs> I'm just. Tr- yeah, I see the worst <laughs> in everyone. I am skeptical and cynical. <laughs> but it is funny how everyone glommed on to the same uh, little uh, activities. But then we have like our friend Natalia. Shout out Natalia, mm-hmm. gripe listener from day one. <laughs> Who is an actual baker uh-huh. and an actual cook in the kitchen, a chef de cuisine, <laughs> if you will. And she had to order her yeast off of Etsy. You remember she was <laughs> telling us that? Because she couldn't find any. And she was like, oh, y'all novices out here. I've been doing this. This is my, this is my real life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that the flour was gone. The yeast was gone. I mean, the toilet um, paper I will never understand. No. The Clorox wipes, I don't understand. Yeah, but, but then, remember, there was that whole s- scenario where someone in the South, yeah, I'm being real general, went to, like, all the stores and bought up all of the Clorox wipes, oh, yeah. stored them in the garage, and, like, tried to gouge the fuck out of people with them. And then... And got lambasted. He got... Rightfully so. He handed to him. Hallelujah for that. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. <laughs> um, but then, so you had all that stuff with work. Mm-hmm. Not to mention... Charlotte. Your little one. And how yeah. to deal with that. I mean, there's definitely uh, a couple different... So many different scenarios. Like, I would say even... To keep it generalized, right? Like, quarantine would have been a lot different if I didn't have a kid. Mm-hmm. And I would see all these memes like, what a time to be childless. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. Because it was awful. And because I was expected to work and then I was expected to, like, entertain Charlotte mm-hmm. and try to, like, keep her stimulated. So what was what were schools doing back then, though? Anything? Nothing. Okay. So, she, But she was in daycare. Oh, so, that's like, right. Yeah, that was years ago. Was, I forgot about that. So she wasn't, there wasn't even anything for Mm -hmm. her to like pretend to do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Aaron and I had a couple of like come to Jesus moments where I was like, I can't be expected to like do everything for her all day long Mm -hmm. and also like do work Mm -hmm. because it's just, it was so stressful. (laughs) You're all, pick one. (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny because. I kept her home a couple days before daycare shut down just because I was like, I don't know, I feel weird. And then by June, I was like calling the daycare every day. Are y'all going to open? Are y'all going (laughs) to open? And as soon as they opened another date, June 8th, 2020, (laughs) I sent her back. (laughs) I sent her back so fast. And we only had, so let's see, April, May. We only had three months of data showing us Mm-hmm. that it wasn't really harmful to children. And that's all I needed to know. Uh. Because it was like, to what extent is... I can't be her mom, her teacher, and her playmate. Mm-hmm. Like, one person can't be all of those things. And know? do it super well. Right. Yeah. And so, I was like, she needs some external uh, stimulation. stimulation here. And so, and that's... I don't know. A lot of the articles I've been reading about, like, to what extent are the Democrats, which we both are in that um, in that bucket, mm-hmm. to what extent... That wide bucket. Right. <laughs> do we want to save and preserve people's health to the detriment of so many other things? Yeah, and yeah, children yeah. are one, for sure. Yeah. They've been shat upon with the closing. I mean, Seattle schools were closed for the majority of last year. Yeah. And I think that... Uh, um, I don't know. A lot of kids that don't have means, like mm. they're just years. They're gonna be years behind. Yeah, yeah, that. Sucks. And it's a shame. Everybody, we, I was just ready to burn it all down. Yeah, I mean, you 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 can't keep up with the learning process if you don't have technology. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you just can't in, in this day and age with with still being 
limited and shut down, you know, and I think that we, we're lucky and Maven as my business is lucky that we were able to do something, you know, and we right away had to go to the online thing, which sucks. Mm-hmm. It is not my, my favorite oh, thing. it's terrible. I'm super grateful that people um, popped on and wanted to do class. Um, th- that's not my wheelhouse. I'll do it if I have to, but, you know, it's not... It was not, like, my first choice at all to, let's do this online thing and yeah. make it a part of our business. It's like, ugh, let's... Fine, we'll do this if we have to. Yeah. I mean, shout out to everybody that... Uh, Supported Maven yeah, during, the, during the and continue to do down. so. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and then we can talk about you know opening again and closing again and opening and like the mandates that change. You know, like we'll get into that later. But um, people are just rolling with it, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that they need the yoga stuff too. You know, as part of their well-being and it supports us and we have no idea what's coming up next but we're still in it i mean we have we're like perpetually going to be on a mask mandate yeah. <laughs> I feel I, like yeah. in the state of washington right right i mean we haven't heard from our governor in no. a minute no, several can't. minutes <laughs> i mean <laughs> then we can talk about seattle politics which is like a friggin mess and you know but let's move into something more positive, oh, right? Is like, there a positive? Thing? Well, I mean, what did you do to like get through it? You know, like those all the stressors of work life and trying to like keep Charlotte stimulated and happy and joyful and you know, and there comes a time where you have to be like, all right, now I have to live my life too, mm-hmm. right? And so, what were the, some of the things that you did to to feel good and to get through? Um, well, I still taught, I was, I had, you know, some, some silver linings I think I put on here. Yeah. One of them was, so I taught for a year on Zoom, Mm. bar three. How did that go for you? Um, it's, I, I still think of it as like a PTSD type thing. Like if somebody, if we had to shut down again and I had to teach to a computer, I would be so depressed. (laughs) But at that time it was better than nothing Mm because the alternative was literally nothing. Yeah. Um, or teaching outside, which we did some yeah. in the summertime. Um, however, I think I became a better teacher mm. because you have to work so much harder when you're teaching people online Got it. versus like being in a... And I'm not one that... Um, I don't like to over-explain when I'm teaching. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of one that likes to like, all right, do this, squat. And then I'll just start squatting and then I can go around and give like little cues. Uh-huh. But I don't like to be like, no, do this. I don't know why I changed my voice when I did that. <laughs> you don't want to get too granular with it. Yeah. And so I had, I, I feel like I, I kind of came into a happy middle with explaining more than I would if I uh, had never taught online for a year. I see. Yeah. Now, is your scenario when you were teaching online where you could see people or not? Yeah. Okay. If they chose to keep their... The camera on? Yeah. I see. And a lot of people did in those days. So in our situation right now, I'm teaching in the studio, but I still have some people that can pop on online, and most nobody keeps their screen on anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. They need the privacy, honey. Yeah, and I don't yeah. blame them. Yeah. Like this morning when I'm teaching at 6, if I was at home working out at 6, ain't nobody want to see this. Mm-hmm. This working out at 6. <laughs> like screen off. Hundo P. <laughs> Um, so that was a thing I did that and then I remember anytime I just needed to plug anybody else out I would put my airpods in around the house without anything in no I would would listen to (laughs) podcast or music but it was pretty much like alright I'm putting my airpods in go talk to your dad Aaron don't talk to me (laughs) and I'm just gonna like Piddle around the house. Wash some dishes. You mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, I mean, we're so stuck, right? I did a lot of cooking. So much more cooking than I had done before. And I really enjoyed it. Um, I was really experimental. Um, 
Sexually? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Who, who could be? No one was feeling sexy during the, the pandemic more. Um, I made uh, a French onion short rib noodle soup that I got the recipe from Bon Appetit. Okay. And I was like, this is cute. You know, let me get my ingredients. Mm-hmm. And then I get to the short ribs and they were $15 a pound. And I needed three oh, pounds. Oh <laughs> and I was like, am I really doing this? And so I'm like texting Crystal, my friend Crystal. Am I really doing this? And she's such were a pusher. Were you shopping at the Ballard Market? Yeah. Of course. Of course I was. Right? I don't even know if I ha- they have short ribs at QFC. <laughs> <laughs> they only have long ribs at QFC. <laughs> um, <laughs> long ribs. Of course, Crystal has never said, don't do that. She's a pusher, mm-hmm. right? So, of course, she pushed me into doing it. And it was one of the best things I've ever made in my life. Well, damn. It was, it was so worth it. good. And yes, I froze some to, like, have later. Um, have you had but it? it felt so... Ha- what? Have you eaten it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but it felt very, very posh and very decadent. Um, but, you know, it was like I needed that little bit of joy, you know? It was good. Yeah. I was proud of myself. Um, I bought a lot of clothes. Did you? To go to freaking nowhere. So you were the retail therapy person. Yeah, and especially at the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, I'm going to buy this stuff to help support my retailers. Yeah. I, like, rationed it as that. And then it was just, and I was like, I'm buying this stuff, and I don't have anywhere to wear it to. You were that chihuahua, fashion chihuahua. Maybe. Yes, Iggy. <laughs> oh, you know her name. Yeah, okay. I think he's a greyhound. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. Nowhere to wear it to, but I still bought <laughs> shit anyway. And then I remember we went to Lake Chelan in July of 2020 with uh, Charlotte's, Chloe's parent friend. Okay. Yeah. And her parents. And I was like planning out my outfits just because I was living in like Lake Chelan. You know, it's like ain't nothing fancy over there. Yeah. And, but I was like, I have something to do. I have somewhere to go, you know? And so it was. That's good. It's those little things we look forward to. I was set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shall we say. Another thing that I did, um, my brother got me this bread cookbook, and I learned how to make focaccia bread. Mm. Um, and so I had made it a handful of times before. You never made it for me. I sure didn't. Um, <laughs> you keep trying to make these rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me this personal. <laughs> Anyway, so I'm making this focaccia, and I'm, like, doing my little onions and, like, the the rosemary on top of it. And so it's, like, a steam bake, so you have to, like, put water in, like, a pan, and it steams while, while it bakes. And so I have my um, my pizza stone in there where the bread's going to bake on. Put it up, put the dough on the pizza stone, and then I pour my water into to the little tray to steam it. And all of a sudden, it was like, like a, a gunshot went off in my ear. And there was an explosion that happened in my face. And I'm really confused, right? And I looked down and there's like bits everywhere. I'm like, what happened? And I realized that I put cold water and the tray that I was using was a glass Pyrex that was in the oven. So I put cold water into this very hot thing, mm-hmm. and my glass bread exploded in the oven. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, got it. So I closed my oven. I was like, I'm going to take a nap, because I'm going to melt down. I'm going to take a nap, and then I'll address with this later. That's There's such beauty <laughs> in the pause. It, that's exactly it, right? Yeah. Got to take a beat, get your head on right. But sometimes it's fun to react. <laughs> Tell me more about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was a situation recently where uh, somebody was, you know, interacting with me. Mm-hmm. And I really just wanted to react so badly. And I was texting you about it. And you were like, well, have you responded? And I was like, I have not yet. And you're like, well, good, I'm glad. <laughs> This go could go south real real fast if yes. you respond in a way that you you kind of want. To and I wanted to, yeah. yeah. But I completely, it's like that out of sight, out of mind. Like you just shut the oven door mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you walked away. Mm-hmm. But it was also things like that that happened at the beginning of the pandy 
that felt like could push you over the edge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, because you're kind of like treading water. Oh, totally. And if like one thing would go wrong, you would just... Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I was like, of course, talking about all my problems with my therapist. And he kept telling me like, take walks, get out of the house. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't, right? Until I did. And I was like, oh, this makes all the difference. You know? Just like an hour out walking. And then it became like a routine and it felt really good just to be out in nature and like decompress a little bit. Um, So just finding those little things that that helped tremendously Mm -hmm. was awesome and needed. That's another thing. Yeah, I would walk Debbie. Mm -hmm. Because we got Debbie in January of 2020. So she is our Cocker Spaniel. Mm -hmm. And she was definitely. Is she new to the listeners? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we got her ladder. This is a proper introduction. Um, Debbie is a brown Cocker Spaniel. Mm -hmm. She is freaking so cute. And smart. And energetic. And obsessed with fetching. Yes. And she will come up and just throw a ball at your feet. And she kind stare of at demands it. it. And bark at it <laughs> until you start throwing it. Oh, there she is. Oh, with her ball. Mm-hmm. She just walked up with her ball. She's waiting she for... She heard us. Oh. Now she's cute tail. Go, yeah, she's going to go throw it at Erin. <laughs> um, but she was such a highlight of 2020. She brought us a lot of joy. That's great. She's funny. That's lovely. Yeah. Good old Debbie. Um, one thing that I had on here was the political divisiveness of the response, especially here in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of shame in Seattle around uh, COVID, I think. Mm-hmm. So this is obviously my opinion. Um, but I and I and a lot of this is is selfishness I think on everybody's part I was all about people going back into the world and doing things I see what you're saying yeah because I'm already going with this yeah mm-hmm. because I couldn't I couldn't I didn't want if everything was going to remain shut down for as long as it was then our business was going to go under because mm-hmm. like we're not in our economy isn't just like one point like it's circular it in order to, for things to run you have to leave your house and go to your neighborhood coffee shop mm-hmm. and then go to you know go to yoga wherever mm-hmm. yes go to yoga go to bar like you have to like leave your house and do things yeah and i felt like a lot of people just didn't understand that and they wanted to be shut down forever mm-hmm. and i'm like but then we're all going to be at the Edmonds United Methodist Church in the food bank line that was stretching past my house. Really? Yes. I it was crazy long. Mm, God, that's sad. Yes. And that the part of not understanding like how the economy works, that always bothered me with some people like that just wanted to stay shut down and stay in their house forever. Yeah. And then I felt like I was deemed like a Republican. Yeah. Because because you're like we have to we, we have need, to live life right yeah. we need to get out and and um and do stuff and mm-hmm. so then um, when Aaron got COVID I didn't tell anybody right it was just and I wouldn't let Aaron tell anybody we just like hold up in our house and um because there was so much shame around getting COVID mm-hmm. and I was like people are gonna judge us because we had gone to South Carolina. That's where I got it from. Um, because we wanted to, like, get out and, and move around. Mm-hmm. And that trip was awesome, and I do not regret it. Was I scared when he got COVID? Yes. I was, like, scared to death. Because this was all pre-vaccination and everything. I remember when when you kind of said it in front of Charlotte, and she's like, what? Yeah. Like, she was shocked. We still haven't told Charlotte that he got COVID. Yeah. Now it doesn't even matter, but at the time, like, we didn't want her to worry about it. And, um... Did we tell her at, at dinner? I think there was we some did. some like adjacent mention of it, and yeah. she, her ears pricked up a little bit. But um, that's just how whack it was here. Yeah, like there was judge. We were just so judgmental over everything. Well, I remember going to her place for my little birthday thing, mm-hmm. right? And um. There was 
the whole thing of these are the amount of people you can have outside, mm-hmm. right? And I kind of was unclear about that, um, but we had more than those people than the number. I forgot about that. And I panicked because because we're all sitting outside, and I think I googled <laughs> at the table like what is the number right now. And, and then I kept looking at your neighbors to see if, like, oh, my God, are they going to report us? <laughs> Am I going to be put in jail? Are we going to be fined for this? Oh, my God. Like, I, it was, like, this thing of I'm being bad. And, like, these are these are the hard numbers. And, you know, there was a point, too, where I was like, okay, this is all performance art. <laughs> you know, like. There's a lot of stuff I think that is still There is, art, yeah. yes. I think there's things that are important and we need to do. I think a lot of things are also performative. I also think that it's not gonna go away ever. You know, like we have to figure out, yes, when it's important to like, to shore up and like make sure that we're doing the right thing. But also like, when are we being overly cautious and ridiculous? Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know where that is and when that is, but there is that conversation that keeps happening over and over again. Yeah. You know? Mm There was an article that I was reading this morning, actually, just about how some schools now, especially in the Northeast, are shutting down again and going remote. And we know how detrimental that is to children. And the article was, we are um, choosing to protect unvaccinated individuals over the health of our children. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, damn, that's true. That's that is the response we're taking. Yes. Yeah. And by shutting down. And, I mean, and like, I don't know if anybody from my daughter's school is going to listen to this, but it's just so dumb because they sit at their desk for lunch. They're not allowed to go in the cafeteria, and so they sit at their desk and they have these little plastic shields. Kai, they're like, it's essentially like a plastic shield, and I'm just mimicking holding up my notebook and placing it in front of me that they put on their desk. It does nothing. No. Talk about performative. Wait, wait. So it sits, it's a plastic that sits on their desk. It sits on their and, desk. And what is it? A foot high? Yeah. And I'm like, and that's, and they're obviously allowed to take their mask off when they eat. But I it just doesn't make any no. sense. And the whole like first graders wearing masks, I'm not going to lie. Charlotte is horrible at wearing a mask. Every day when I pick her up, her mask is on her chin. Mm-hmm. And the te- nobody says anything to her. And I'm just like, can we just... I don't know. Can we just take it off? Like, it's just so dumb at that point. Mm -hmm. Either yell at her and say, Charlotte, sure, it's (laughs) like you're going to detention if you don't have your mask on. And that would open up another can of worms, another conversation, right? Right. Yeah. But so many moral quandaries. It really totally. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Oh, did you get into a yelling match with anybody? Did I? Over a mask situation. Are you asking me because I did? I don't think I did. I did. You did? Yeah. Oh, you sure did. <laughs> In downtown. Downtown Edmonds. Mm-hmm. All right, so <laughs> this was last summer, and it was one of the 800,000 times that uh, we went to the park. And at this point, we knew that uh, you could be safe and be outside right. and not have a mask mm-hmm. on. Um, but because Seattle is the way it, Seattle and Enveron, I got a little fancy there. Seattle and Enveron, <laughs> like we're very performative, and a lot of people would make their kids wear masks when they're at the park. I did not because you know I like to play fast and loose. <laughs> like I like to be controversial. I like to yes, stir the shit up. I do like to stir things up. Like when I send you a text, and it's just like a screenshot of something. Like you know it's gonna be good. Okay. Oh, the way it's we go. Gonna be good. <laughs> Um, but I'm not going to make my kid wear a mask at the playground, especially when the Fauci, the Fauci is telling me I don't have to. Mm. Um, so we're leaving the playground, walking down Main Street Edmonds, me, Charlotte, and Aaron, and this woman is like, well, are you going to get over on the street or am I going to have to? Because we didn't have our mask on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she was like, you don't care about other people. I was like, that's not true. <laughs> I was like, that's not true. And... <laughs> And Aaron was like, we're 12 feet away from you. He's the one that really amped yeah, it up. Yeah. He was like, it's a six-foot rule, and we're 12 feet away from you. And Charlotte's on my back. 
And we were like, what? She's like, what's happening? That's exactly what she said. Oh, really? She was like, what just happened? And I was like, that woman is bananas. She just wanted to yell at somebody. Yeah, and she just wanted to fight. Yeah. Yeah, she needed, a, she needed to take a walk. So, like, I could be on the internet somewhere <laughs> well, yelling. Yeah, being recorded. Being recorded, yeah. I, don't, and, and, I haven't seen edited it. Edited to look like the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so much of that, right? So much. <laughs> Pull out your cameras, film the situation, put on the TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so boring. We need to have a gripe. Uh, that could be a session. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like when you pull out your camera. <laughs> Someone is on fire, pull out your camera. Yeah. <laughs> um, remind me to tell you something after we're done recording. So, anyways, what at one point I had written down in April, Aaron was so depressed. He was like, maybe I should just go work for Amazon. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, you know, that's a down moment. Yeah. Listeners, if you know my husband, like, he is an entrepreneurial spirit <laughs> and going to work for the man like he was he, he was, was feeling down mm-hmm. that sucks yeah but guess what he didn't he didn't we back here we're recording at the mentor headquarters the hq <laughs> um is that <laughs> my last it just proved that no one knows what we are doing. Oh, that's what 100%. we're all feeling about on this earth. We really are. Yeah. What does it all mean? <laughs> Remember when we were over at Natalia's that night and she was like, We are so living in a simulation. And I'm like, When will it stop? <laughs> <laughs> we are oh living in a simulation. Gosh. Remember when we everything would have to be outside? It was, yes. And it was so cold. We did not live in the right climate to, like, have dining outside in the wintertime be optional. Right. But that's a thing now. I think I got into it with some people on on the Reddit. Um, you got into it? You interact with people on Reddit? Well, there was an article about dining out Seattle. And so what people are, have, restaurants have been doing is they're taking um, the sidewalk in front of their store, their mm-hmm. restaurant, and using it for outdoor dining, which is cool, you know, little outdoor dining moment. And so there's this push to have that permanently um, ingrained, right? And and I said, it makes sense in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I had the choice, uh, like in the winter, I, I wouldn't want to eat outside in the cold, rainy, mm-hmm. whatever. That's my opinion. And I got a lot of shit for saying that. And like, um, no, you should, you know, yeah, it's, it's awesome. And there's blankets. Like, I don't want to be in someone else's germs. And your food is cold. <laughs> yeah, totally. And you're freezing and chatting your teeth. Um, there's only so much those heaters can heat up. Yeah. And so my thing is like, I'm all for it have that outside people if people want it that's great i'm not stopping anyone but my preference is to sit inside whether it's worse warm yeah or take it away Mm -hmm. you know um i do think they're a little bit of an eyesore you know uh and they try to make them cute like with the wood and the glass (laughs) they look like little houses um personally I don't live in a neighborhood where I can't find parking. Like, I can find parking in Edmonds uh-huh. if I need to. Capitol yeah. Hill. The only reason I don't go to Capitol Hill is because it's impossible to find parking. Um, so and Ballard. I feel like I can usually find parking okay. in Ballard. But uh, I 100% agree. But now there are some places that have completely thrived off of, and I'm thinking of two in particular in Edmonds. One is Market, which is the wow. fish taco place. Doesn't make sense how good it is, you guys. They have thrived and survived in the pandemic. Well, their shit was is so good, anyways, and like they didn't really have like a ton of outdoor seating, anyways. Correct. So it made sense that I'm just gonna take it away. And then there's yeah. a bar that has also their footprint has expanded. There's this bar in Edmonds called Daphne's. Okay. That's only like three tables on the inside, and now they have outdoor seating and a streetery. Mm. Thrive and survive, baby. Oh. Survive and survive. I think it's funny that a lot of some retailers are not having it. Oh, they right. need to step their pussy up. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> you said it. <laughs> and it stays. 
Kai introduced me to that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> uh, T.S. Madison is the originator of that. Because, thank you, T.S. Madison, but, like, if you have a good shop, people will make their way to it. Yeah. A streetery is not going to, like... Yeah. Like, I'm going to... I'm going to... I fly my ass across the country to go to my favorite shop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and she did that. Uh-huh. She did that. Okay. <laughs> um... You know, and I also think that, and there's no, there's not a ton of judgment on this, but some people have used uh, the pandemic to as as the the reason why they shuttered, when in actuality, your business sucked, you know, and it sh- and that's fine. Your business sucked. Are you sucked? Yes and yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a convenient thing to say. It was because of the pandemic. It's like okay. Oh yeah, and there's like. I think a lot of companies probably use it as an excuse to, like, get rid of dead weight. Sure. I mean, obviously not mentor, because we didn't let go of anybody, okay? Oh, perfect. But... <laughs> You're so perfect. <laughs> yeah, I had to throw that in there. Okay. But I think I was talking about this with one of my teammates, like, on my deathbed, when I'm... Hopefully it's a long-ass time from now. I'm not trying to die anytime <laughs> soon. But that will be one of the things that I am proud of. Is like we mm. kept our business going. We didn't lay anybody off. Erin yeah. um, and I stayed married. You were ethical through the whole thing. I used my PPP funds appropriately. Party. Do you remember how much we were like every? It was like a race to the banks yeah. to get your PPP. And then events. And then we found out like it was like excess, some leftover, right? We, we, we were all in a panic. We were like texting. Did you get your PPP? Yeah. How do I get my PPP? Exactly. Did, you, did you apply for the PPP? <laughs> well, what bank did you use? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like there's so much of that unprocessed stuff that I feel like it. It's gonna. Yeah, we're unpacking now. What that? I don't even know <laughs> if we can still like fully unpack it. Right. Because we're still kind of in it. No, no, no. That's, that's you know, my therapist says. Uh, like, I felt super guilty about so much stuff. Like, I should be doing this and da-da-da. And he's like, we're not even in the post. We're not in the P of the PTSD. Like, we're still in it. We're still in the, we're still in the trauma. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we have to all give ourselves a little bit of grace, you know, to feel what you need to feel. I don't have to give y'all grace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was like a fun little. Yeah, this was you fun. Know, Turn the page. Come back. Um, hey guys, uh, we still have an email unless Gmail has has kicked us <laughs> off, but it's thegrippodcast at gmail Perfect. Actually, have you checked that email in the past two years? Um, I haven't. I want to check it. Maybe we got some emails. Flood it with emails. <laughs> and um, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, we missed you. Yeah, and uh, that's all. <laughs> Wait, let's try it again. And bye. bye. bye.